yeah, I wish, again, share this stuff with people that aren't, <laughs> hey, I got a gift for you. Just kind of leave the link or something on their desk that, yeah, if they aren't good at it. Watch this. <laughs> you need to watch this damn episode, these two idiots from, you know, on the, on, from Colorado talking shit about stuff they don't know anything about. Hey everyone, here's the lean. I know. It's like I'm Dick Cavett. I'm really dating myself. Dick Cavett. Remember Dick Cavett? Are you yeah. old enough to remember Dick Cavett? Yeah. I just don't remember what. He had his own show. The, the, yeah. Dick, the Dick Cavett mm-hmm. show. Yeah. There was Mike Douglas. Do you yeah. remember the Mike Douglas show? Of course. What else? What else? Oh, Merv sure. Griffin. Merv Griffin. Forgot about him. I don't remember who he looks like. He was pretty. You, you don't? I'm thinking of Dick Cavett. I've got Mike Douglas and Dick Cavett. I can't think of Merv Griffin. He was pretty influential. Okay. Merv Griffin was. Hey, everyone. Unknown ways. What is that? I don't know what that sounds very cryptic. No, just like. Behind the scenes he was doing yeah, a lot. Yeah, uh-huh. like trivia things that would surprise you. Not that I could repeat any of them. Like <laughs> that he was part of certain shows that you didn't really know. Okay, <laughs> that's your time up there. Yeah. Never mind, I was going a different direction with that, so. I, don't, I usually do that. I know, I don't know why it was, but it was like, <laughs> what? You can't talk about it on a podcast? You just can't record. You can't remember what you yeah. did. I yeah. got you. Yep. All right. Today. You didn't episode, ask me how I was. Uh, how are you today, Ann? Freezing. You got like a sweatshirt. You got like three layers on it I can see. I'm sure there's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> really? You got jeans on Everything. Uh-huh. It's a cold day. but Slippers, I can't. socks. And, and there you go. I'm just. But they're in, not Christmas. I'm in the <laughs> Nick. They're not the, Christmas pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Travel Insiders. <laughs> Uniform or something. I don't know, uh, I don't know why you just Relationships that. on the road. If you only knew. That's what yeah. we're going to talk about today. Yes. So we have two different series like this. When we, This is one of those originals that we had many, 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 many months ago that I said, you know, when we first were creating our list, this was one of those mm-hmm. probably was a, yeah, I, I'm not being stereotypical, but you were definitely pulling out some of the, you were helping me round out some of the boring number stuff, which I felt was important. I, and, I, and I did say, that's really going to make... I think this podcast a lot more interesting. Be careful. You're starting to say podcast too much. I know, but I, but I felt like it was going to make it yeah. more interesting. If we had things <clears throat> like, you know, and again, I don't announce what's coming next week. Mm-mm. I want people to check it out <laughs> and go, oh, I think I'll, I'll listen to that I'll one. So this was one that was an original. And we actually, we had, I think I said, I remember very specifically going, wait a minute. There's relationships that you leave at home. And there's also ones that, at, that you gain while being a traveler. So I think we should break those up and talk about it separately. So we're going to. Yeah. I don't know when the, if I did, I wouldn't tell you. I just said that. But I don't actually know off the top of my head when the other one is coming. Mm-hmm. Well, today we're really going to talk about the relationships that you make while being a traveler. Yes. So, um, and we saw a lot of this firsthand. I've yeah. experienced this. I mean, even though I've never been a traveler, I've been in the industry that I mean, I, I, we'll talk about that sort of thing. But I mean, again, We've, we say this repeatedly in our podcast. Here's another example of it, of how awesome it is to be a traveler, mm-hmm. that you get this experience. I mean, yep. 
I traveled for a living when I worked in this industry a long time, first started out, and I wasn't in a situation where I was meeting people. I mean, I met, met one here and there, but it was, it was like for an hour. Sure. And then it was done. So it wasn't like I had a chance to form a relationship. And I think most people that travel, you know, like, like me, my friends, I got a couple of friends that are like literally, you know, different hotel every night kind of thing, work for big companies all over the country. Mm-hmm. You don't get that opportunity. Here's another opportunity where I think travelers are so unique that you literally get to go to a place and meet people because you're there for three months. Yeah. You know, I mean, I lived in, I think I've made this, I've lived in, lived in Times Square. I lived in the Marriott Marquis for darn close to a year, lived there. Yeah. I took my kids and my wife there a couple of years ago. I'm like, hey, there's my room. I don't remember what floor I was on. I really don't. But I'm like, I'm, I was way back down here and I looked out over the Nickelodeon studios. Uh, and so it was kind of cool. stayed right by there. My kids thought the hotel was so cool. I'm like, it is until you live there. Isn't there an Anthony's like right across the street? No, not Anthony. A big one? What's Anthony's? A, that big pizza place. Oh, I don't know. There's um there was a there was a couple of restaurants I went to. There was a couple of family style restaurants that I would go there, mm-hmm. but they were like like a Maggiano's here. Yeah. And I'm giving them a plug. I'm not giving and we go there all the time. But you can't just go and eat. You have an appetizer, but literally everything is family style. So you sure. I would just go to the, the it was a cool Are old you bar. Talking about Buka? No, I was talking about the other place. But anyway, oh. so there was that. But it was it is it's kinda cool living so I lived someplace for a long time, but again, it wasn't where I mean some of the hotel staff got to know me, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is such a great opportunity for travelers because you literally you're working and you've got you know where you're living. So we're going to talk about all those things. But I, again, this is so I think unique within most jobs mm-hmm. that people have. There's opportunity here. I'm pointing out the obvious, Captain Obvious again. But I just I mean I, I'm building I, up the audience for our podcast. So you guys know why you're listening to us and for the YouTube channel. How's that for you? I'm just I got stuck in my brain. Because I was remembering a really cute New York Times Square memory that is a little bit fitting from Okay, as long as as you can tie it in. I can, trust me. Tie away. I took Sydney, my youngest daughter, there a few years ago where I had a work trip before I was with you, and (laughs) so to speak. (laughs) Right. And right across the street, you know. Before there. life happened and, <laughs> and you were enlightened by <laughs> right? amazement. Travel, and travel, yeah. healthcare. No, I was in software. The magic hadn't software. happened yet. Like, wow, this is what working with somebody is really all about. So I, we, we were in the theater district and there was mm-hmm. this cute little Italian restaurant under kind of underground you know yeah there's, there's none of those there at all right? i can i know exactly what you're talking about so not <laughs> i take her there and it's across the street from where we were staying mm-hmm. take her there and she takes one bite of her spaghetti yeah and just is like oh my god mom <laughs> this is what spaghetti is supposed to taste like why doesn't it taste like this at home <laughs> that's a like, great story know. I don't know, because there's something about eating spaghetti in New York. I mean, I have Italian family members that can make really wicked spaghetti, and it's just not the same. No, no. And I, I don't know if it's like the bagels. Now, go down to the, the village. Water. Go down to the village or go over to, oh, yeah. go to the Brooklyn. Holy cow. Yeah. There's... It was just so cute. So, see, I tied that into travel adventures, mm-hmm. foodie fun. All that stuff. Just not healthy lifestyle on the road, right? <laughs> And we had the same thing happen. We, we were in New York. We went and yeah. got a slice of pizza. We actually got sat down at pizza yeah. after we were uh, in, in the park. And mm-hmm. um, we were cold. And my son and I, we bit into this pizza. It was like, oh, my gosh, this is, I, f- I forgot. Yeah, it's 
crazy. I, I would think that would be similar if you're someplace night. coastal and you get great seafood. I know yeah. it is, you know, so it's neat. But yeah, going back to what we're talking about, what a what a great opportunity. Yeah. And these guys already know it. And if you're listening to this episode or watching it, this is coming. You got you have a great opportunity to yeah. to really get to meet some people and I think it's an amazing opportunity. We'll start off by just talking about other travelers, right? Yeah. I think that's an important thing to, to kind of talk about. I mean, you and I saw it. We've been to places like TravCon. I'll give them a plug. Yeah. Um, we saw the relationships that people form on the road that last years. And you should take travel insiders to TravCon. And a lifetime sometimes in some cases, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So we watched that. I mean, you saw it. People would say, oh, my gosh, I worked with this person five years ago. We had the best time together on that assignment. I haven't seen yeah. him or her since then. No, it's very, very, very fun. It's, it's really cool it to really see. It's cool to see. It's cool to see them all meet up. All I hope planned. that's still the case right now with such an un- influx of travelers. I hope right. people still get that bond that they were getting. Right. And I hope they continue to get. Well, Vegas is... I, I talked to somebody that was in Vegas a few weeks ago, and it's... Sad. Oh, and I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I know you're not. You always like to, to do that, but that I'm saying I'm talking about just in general how many new travelers are out right now for yeah. a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. But I hope the camaraderie. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it kind of felt like not us against the world, but let's be honest. Sometimes you don't have that instant connection with a staff, either RN or someone in, you know that's working alongside you in an allied situation. There is often that times where your guards up because some t- we've already talked about it. People have this impression that you're making all the money and woe is me and you're the lucky one we know travelers walk into that on occasion yep so it's not like it's us against them but there has to be an instant bond oh my gosh another traveler's here thank goodness or at least there's not that potential for the wall to be put up i would i'm gonna i don't again i'm not a traveler i can't say this for sure but i would think that if i'm working in an er and all of a sudden a new traveler comes in i'm i am personally instantly going to connect with that person more so than someone who's still I just think I would because mm-hmm. they get what I do mm-hmm. they understand the risks I take they understand the, the confusion about the you know money am I getting a good deal no, I get screwed half the just time. the fact <laughs> that they're gonna not have the the home lifestyle that that yeah. I don't have because you know they're gonna leave work and go home to their you know potential spouse boyfriend girlfriend their kids right. you name it their friends that they have whereas this person is going to be in my boat too so yeah. I'm just saying there's I would think there's an instant draw together sure Mm -hmm. and i think that's what we saw and i so i think that's why it happens it's not a us against the world mentality but you guys have those similar experiences you understand what each other it's like to be in each other's you know shoes so to speak Mm -hmm. well it was clear especially in in my first time at travcon it's pretty clear that these people have been you know i mean there were large groups of people that they just, they travel, but they always came back to TravCon mm-hmm. and, and that group was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger because, you know, somebody would yeah. go back from an assignment and meet a traveler on an assignment and say, you've got to come to TravCon this year. You've got well, to. it's not about TravCon. I know saying. it's not, but I'm just saying, that's just one place that they go. Yeah, but I think I saw I that in other it. places too, where it's yeah. like, you got to go work at assignment or they just oh, connect, yeah, you know, they're sure. on, they're on, they're you can see it on certain social media groups where people have, people defend each other and they they back each other up. Yeah. And I mean, and I think a little bit has to do with they might know each other. They may oh, have worked yeah. together, right? But not just necessarily through that social media. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we, we, brought, we talked about, so let's bring a few episodes into this one. Mm-hmm. I always like to do that. Yeah, we talked about mentoring, right? Yeah. So there's a good example. If you are right. a traveler, I mean, it's a great opportunity for you to take another traveler who may not have, whether it be your experience in your own... Clinically. You know, 
yes, mm -hmm. or perhaps certainly potentially as a traveler. Right. And it's an opportunity for you to, to really help them get through that learning curve. Another episode is pulled in a little quicker, right? <laughs> and that's really part of what this is about. I've said it on many different promos. This is an opportunity to get through the, the learning curve of, be, of being a traveler potentially faster without having to go through the school of hard knocks, which is expensive and painful. Yes. And sometimes often necessary. Yes. I might have just got another one in there. I don't know if we're going to do that one. I can't remember if we did the painful and necessary process. We talk about it a lot. Yeah. So mentoring the is a really... It's in the learning curve. Yeah. Mentoring yeah. is a really, really good opportunity for I you to really help somebody. I mean, yeah. again, go back and listen to that that episode or watch it. It's... There's a lot there. Yep. And you really can help somebody if you understand this, if you've been listening to this, if you're if you have a lot of experience. I don't care if it's clinically, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, the more hospitals we're gonna talk about this down the road, the more hospitals you've gone to, I think the better off you are, the more skilled you would be, no matter what your your specialty is, or goes the the chiming again. It's a really good opportunity to take advantage of that mentorship if you I, if you want to do that. On either side. The cross education, which is what we did, you know, we did Traveler Wisdom a while back. Boy, yeah. I'm just pulling at all the episodes today. We're doing well. That's a great one because I think that, listen, I mean, I said it on that episode. There are times when a, either a manager or another staff RN isn't going to listen to you no matter how great your, your trick that you're talking about doing, a shortcut, a process, a procedure, you name it. You don't know shit from Shinola, <laughs> which, shit by the way, is Shinola. shoe polish. You know that, right? No, I was just going to say, where did that come from? It's shoe polish. Shinola. I've never known that. It was that. a really old shoe polish. Huh. And it if you pull it out onto a... Like my a, grandfather and father correct. probably used. If you pull it out onto a rag, it would look like... Yeah, I remember them doing it. Like dookie. So <laughs> if you told someone shit. you don't know shit from Shinola, it oh. says you really are ignorant because you don't know the difference between... Oh, God. That's interesting. Okay, that's your nugget for me I for the day. I love finding those kinds of things out. But... That's, I think, the, the mentality. You yeah. don't know. But yet, no. you guys know you know. Yeah. And you can say, hey, what did you learn at this facility? Or I learned this. And you, it, it really is that cross-education that I think is one of those unspoken things. We did a whole episode about it mm -hmm. that I think could elevate both allied professionals. I don't, like I said, I use the example. What if, you know, if, if you're dealing with a pediatric scan and, and you've found out a con something to drink a contrast with. Yeah that works on more kids than it doesn't, that's a, that's a, trust me, if you're in that field, that is a really big help because there are days where you cannot get a three-year-old to, to, to do this, right? So then you've got to go a different alternative measure, which is not fun. So this I can't is- I imagine you having to do this. Every time you talk about it, it breaks my I heart. I understand. But- I know, and I appreciate that. I know you do, yeah. Um, I just remember trying to get my kid to take cherry Tylenol. <laughs> I, my kid was great, honestly. That, I, I, I would love to take credit for that. The fact is we fixed up, but, but I had a kid that was wanting to get better, and uh -huh. she was awesome. She still is. Um, she's even awesomer. She, she sent me a snap yesterday from the beach and found a jellyfish that she wanted to take a picture of. And I'm like, the fact that you're literally at the beach and I'm freezing my ass off in Colorado, I hope you understand how happy I am to live this through you. For you. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it, I think that there's, there's such value to that. Travelers can become, and they already are. I, already, I do believe that travelers are the best at what they do. You mm -hmm. cannot almost not be. Oh, or, you can, or you're not successful as a traveler and you get fired. No. But for those men and women that have been doing this, I'm telling you guys, kudos to you. You are good in, in your field. You, yeah. are, you should be the best of the best. And yeah. if you haven't gotten there, you will be. Yep. 
this kind of thing, this cross-education thing is a little wrinkle in my pea brain that I kind of start thinking about mm-hmm. that I'm like, gosh, why aren't they educating each other? And why aren't hospital managers listening to these people? They, they have experiences that you haven't as a manager or you haven't potentially as a staff RN. Mm-hmm. I understand if no one's going to listen to you guys out there at the facility you're working with, another traveler probably possibly can. And you can gain something. We talk about mentorship, though, but you can actually gain something from hearing what someone else did. And I, I guarantee there's people out there nodding going, yep, I learned. I, it could be something small and insignificant, but it might be something you use frequently. Mm-hmm. could be a big thing you know, that you never yes, thought about. I, I, it is time to embrace travelers well, you and I a little can't, more. Yes, you and I can't <laughs> talk intelligently because I can't even come up with some of those. But I, get, I mean, these men and women have so many things on their brains all day long mm-hmm. that I would think becoming a friend and developing a relationship with our travelers would be some of those things that would, man, it's going to make your life easier because yeah. you're going to learn a lot. Yeah. And one thing I do know about medical professionals, mm-hmm. they want to they want to continue and keep learning. Yep. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening to us. So I'm giving people kudos that, and I'm, I'm sucking up here to our audience, <laughs> but they know that I mean it because I don't suck up a lot. Up for the majority of our audience, which is travelers and those admins and staffers embrace your travelers well yeah i wish again share this stuff with people that aren't hey i got a gift for you just kind of leave the link or something on their desk if they they aren't good at watch this you need to watch this damn episode these two idiots from you know from colorado talking shit about stuff they don't know anything about you could make some enemies you could take this episode and, and ruin relationships on the road how to how to lose friends and not influence people i don't know it's there is there's something there I think oh, with yeah. both both areas and I guess that's what I'm getting at. We're just again we're having the conversation that these people already know, but it, maybe this episode is for people that have gone out and are are worried about potentially forming a relationship with other travelers. I mm-hmm. think there's some really great benefit, and oh, maybe you've been burned just, before. I get it, but oh, people always burn people, but I I have that we, attitude that you should always we do, don't we? Yeah, people, but you should have sometimes people kind of suck. You're going to a new assignment, and there's potential there that you could meet your new best friend. I've always felt, and you know this, there are times I'm like, God, people are just not good. Awful. However, I've always qualified that by saying I still believe there's there's Goodness. a lot nar- larger number of good people yep. than there are bad people. Just the bad people are a lot more vocal and more verbal. And you notice they them really, more. They really, really are. You do notice them more. And I, that I, um, I think it's just because it, you hear it. Well, I think good people get in trouble because they are so good. And you've yeah. said this. A little bit recently, they're so good and trustworthy that it shows the good nature of them. Yeah, you feel it sometimes. It's naivety, but mm-hmm. you also say that that that's that's a real thing. I was talking about you. <laughs> I wasn't going to go out there and say that. Yes, you were talking about. Me. I was talking about you. <laughs> you said not to change. That you love how that's that's that was a great compliment, mm-hmm. and I understand. And I said I'm not going to. I'm going to yeah. remain believing people are good. Mm-hmm. I want to be better. I've said that on many episodes. I think that to not want that for yourself. Yeah. Why are you cheering up? Uh, I actually am not. I have something in my eye. Okay. I'm like, wow, he's talking. Well, usually you, well, you do I, tear up easily. I do, yeah. But um, no, I think that. I think, so I think that even if you have had bad experiences, it's a whole new location, mm-hmm. potentially every every 13 weeks. Try it again. Bra- bra- embrace Don't it. Don't give up on people. No. Um, especially your other fellow travelers, because you guys do have so much mm-hmm. in common. And, and, and then, I'll, I'll say this now and I'll say it at the end, after you finish an assignment and you've made friends, stay friends. It's very oh, yeah. easy to do these days. 
It is. Mm-hmm. I said something recently. Somebody, and I'm not. We're not going to mention it. But I have a certain political viewpoint, and it's to be honest with you, it's kind of middle of the road. It's a lot, uh-huh. lot more middle of the road actually than yours are uh-huh. is right now. Uh-huh. And somebody made a comment on my personal Facebook. And they said, "What? I'm just waiting to get unfriended or get beat up." I'm like, "Not for me." Right. I've known you since high school. I don't really know you that well, but last time I looked, good friends are hard to find. I'm not going to not be friends with you because of something like that. That's yeah. We all have to kind of think about stuff like that. Especially I will say this, with not being political, I will say that it is healthy for everybody agree. to have a difference of opinion. That's how we grow as a society. Yep. So to surround yourself with people that are only like-minded to you, to me, doesn't seem like a very, well, it doesn't seem like a very healthy mental state to be in. How do you, how do you improve? Right. Sadly, we're being driven that way though. Stop. You're getting political. No, I just mean, I I think each, anybody feels that way because you don't want to be around somebody who doesn't. No, I think you're right. I think we, we seek out, God, we're totally on a different tangent. I think we seek (laughs) out like-minded information to reaffirm that we're right. Mm -hmm. We haven't had that ability in times past, and you had to be forced almost to listen to somebody else's point of view, which kind of worked Mm -hmm. because it made you question your own and go, hmm, maybe everything I think isn't perfect. Nowadays, all you do is you just, oh, I don't like that, so I'm just going to go, oh, now this person thinks exactly like I do. I like you. I love you. You're my friend, and you're a big poo-poo head, (laughs) right? It's too bad. It's really a shame. Um, Wow, okay, off our soapbox before we get on to it. I can say this. I can speak personally. I... I am married to somebody who voted opposite of myself. And, and, Me too. <laughs> and But it's we're hanging in there. We're, we, it's challenging. It is. <laughs> it's tough some days, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so even, yeah, it is. You, you have, you've also, to kind of, God, I don't know where we're going on this. You've also switched affiliations relatively recently, and I wouldn't be surprised if down the road, 20 years from now, you switch again. I mean, just. Oh, uh, yeah, I've, I've never been a straight one-party person. I think that's good. I do too. I, I, I tend to be, but it has to do with other things. It's not, trust me, I'm, I am I listen to all me too. stuff. I think you need to. I agree. There are people who do podcasts. I guess I'll give, I'll give them a plug. Okay. Uh, I, I did start listening to recently. Everyone's told me, listen, listen, listen to Joe Rogan. Oh, I love Joe Rogan. Well, some people don't. So you're right just, now, people are thinking. I mean, some slow. people that don't like Joe Rogan think I might be an idiot. I'm. I. I do tend I to think. He's a great example of listen to everybody. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. He. He had. He will listen, and he gives his own opinion. I may yeah. disagree with it, or I may right. love it. Right. But I like how he doesn't. Yeah. He seems to sit back like I like to do, and you've right. seen me do this business wise. Yep. Seems to sit back and listen to stuff, and then say, "Okay, <laughs> here's what I think about that," <laughs> yeah. as opposed just to blah, 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 you know regurgitating, yeah. which I don't like. So, I mean, and I was listening to his stuff because someone said, you really should listen to, not that I'm remotely comparing what we do to what he does, <laughs> right? He's a guy's a professional. He's been doing yeah. this for a long time. He's a, yeah. he's a, he does a lot of different medias from everything. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But his shows are interesting because he has a different type of guest on every day, and then they yeah. bring it back to his current events. I like that. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to it to learn about, just to kind of hear his cadence, how he talks. I, mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that I talk really quickly. Sometimes I don't complete a thought. Better podcaster. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times when I finish a thought in my head, I don't say it out here out loud. Yeah, uh, I, I catch that doing myself doing <laughs> that. Um, you and I have to learn, and we I think we drive people nuts. We interrupt each other. It's the way it goes, but it's it's okay. We're just talking. That's real conversation. Wait, seen, you're interrupting me. <laughs> I've never seen bad feedback about that though. No, but I think other I, than you. Well, I, I hear it, and I think that other people that have been doing this longer. They yeah, know the they verbal, know the visual signs to say you're going to talk. I think they do that. <laughs> 
I'm talking like a Howard Stern person or someone that's been doing something on a radio or audio. They're better at it than we are. But I want everyone out there here, we're trying, okay? All right, so let's get back to focusing on our actual episode. Okay, I want to talk about permanent staff, right? So, and I'm talking about relationships with permanent staff. Everyone's like, oh, everyone is, so that's why I didn't finish my thought. Everyone's like, oh, the hell with them. But I do think people say, there's a lot of them out there that are like, no, I, I have formed some great relationships yeah, with permanent staff I'm and, sure. you know, management of permanent staff. Yeah. And I don't mean to sound that way. I'm just, I'm, I'm taking the, the We're temperature of a lot of the a lot of the social media I look at, yeah. which is unfair because there's a lot of travelers that might be listening to this that are like, I don't talk bad about staff or anything else, yeah, no. but a lot do, and that's where that came from. It so does, that's yeah. that's my ignorance and me showing that I don't really know. No, and there's some people that are saying, no, he's absolutely right. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's I think it's it's just people, right? So there are people you get along with regardless of it. Yeah. On the permit staff, a couple things I want to talk about, and I wrote them down here, and that was. You know, first of all, it's it's references, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like any other job you get. The difference between that and our audience basically is interviewing for a job and competing, as we've talked about, another episode I can bring in with <laughs> resumes and you name it. Reference is another area where you're competing against everybody else that's listening to this podcast, watching this episode. So those relationships can be important from a professional mm-hmm. standpoint as well. In yeah. other words, you Absolutely. we always know you don't want to burn bridges. No. I have seen a lot of things on social media lately that people are talking about, like walking off assignments and leaving. And other people are saying, hey, 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 be careful doing that, which I love that support that they're getting because they have learned themselves not to. And they're trying (laughs) to teach and mentor other people to be careful because you can get blackballed by agencies, which may not be a big deal. But certainly by vendors, that's a bigger deal. deal. You name it. Right. I mean, so there's there are there's that relationship that could stay professional that you're forming. that you might use down the road, right? Absolutely. Getting those references, you know, and, and performance evaluations, things that you can do on the road right there, that's that's important for you mm-hmm. and you want to keep it that way. So remember that, that when you're forming those relationships, it's, think of it as a, hey, this person's going to be potentially helping me decide whether or not I get a job over those other 20 people that want that job down the road. Right. So. Do it. Form those good relationships, right? <laughs> suck that, suck it up, right? Suck up and kiss ass. <laughs> Well, I'd say, like we were saying, give people a chance. Remember, yeah. emotional intelligence. Don't. Sometimes people are just having a bad day and they're nasty to you, and then you decide you hate them for the rest of your assignment. I mean, <laughs> I think know. travelers have to recognize that there's sometimes, I think they're going to agree with me that you have to bite your tongue mm-hmm. because you understand what we just said. That, yeah. yep, this person might be having a bad day. I've got to take the high road, uh-huh. which is hard. That's why I probably wouldn't be a traveler, man. <laughs> no. like, oh my God. I, I, I feel like you break a break a I just yeah, you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could do it. I don't think you could. Just like I, I should have, I should have been in the military. I would have got my ass kicked and been. It would have been a really good thing for me. I do believe. I've got friends yeah. that are military. My brother's military, they, and they, they get it. They understand. There's a great lesson there. Travelers learn that sometimes all the time. You have to sometimes go. Okay. You just go with the flow. You have to realize that this isn't. You're not in total control. Yeah, and I think that's Definitely the same way for military. permanent staff too. I mean, they have to. You know, you everybody's in a position. I mean, look at you. You got to kiss ass all day long. I do. It's hard. You have to. You work for an idiot, right? I really don't kick It's why that we. I think people can tell that. I kick it. <laughs> I think people can tell that sometimes. <laughs> that's that's the relate. That's the kind of person I want to be, right? I, I want a team, not a. This yes. is the way I do it, right? Um, but that's an important part of it. But that also means, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean you still can't 
form friendships with those people too. I mean, no, I think it would be great. I mean, how cool would it be to to become close to perm staff and 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 then come back and you know get another assignment there? I was talking to a psych nurse recently, and I won't mention his name, but I, I said I'm going to probably reference you here and there because I, I don't get a chance to talk to a lot of people for a long time, and he is in a in a at an assignment right now been there for a while he's actually going to leave because he's got there's too much opportunity for him elsewhere and he's been not it's not the highest paying place but he loves the staff yeah loves the town it is cool and i mean never really came out and said it but i got the impression that i'm here because i made some really good friends here Mm -hmm. and it didn't just sound like it was just professional it was also personal friends too and he's like i get that Mm -hmm. And I think that's really cool when you when you found a place that. And it, by the way, I'll, I'll just say the the location is kind of remote. It's not like a super popular state, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like wow, you know. He's he and so he, it's time to go now. But he yeah. did form some great relationships, you know, at with the people at the hospital. Part of they they, they really feel the same way about him too, yeah. and that's happens well, I think a lot, and I, I think it happens so. more than than we see. Sure. On social media, because there's not a lot of times I, I read negative. threads. Well, yeah, I don't read a lot of threads saying, "Hey, everyone, tell us about all the great relationships you form." And people <laughs> right. start talking wonderfully about the staff. Right. It's just is it's like a restaurant review. You know? know, people are hesitant to say what a great, besides that, you know, spaghetti that you and your daughter had in Times Square. Which, by the way, I bet you you probably got a lot better spaghetti someplace <laughs> further away from Times Square. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 100. Yeah, it's like the I don't know. That's another thing. I do. It's like buying it, going and walking down. It's like a T-shirt shop. <laughs> Versus going and finding some. I mean, yeah. I mean, no, I know. But anyway, um, I, that's I think a really cool scenario, and mm-hmm. and I know people do. And part of that is what I also put down here is that repeat performances. Yeah. In other words, how many of you people out there have found a like repeat destination, repeat facility that yeah. you like going back to for those reasons, or maybe other reasons? Maybe you just like the town. Maybe you like the things to do outside of your position. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? But I do know there are a lot of travelers that enjoy going back to certain places, whether it be every year, every yeah. season, or every so often, because it's kind of a go-to. Yep. And they always have a need, and I love that manager, I love that staff, or I love, I don't care, where I stayed, or I love this pizza place I found in the corner of Maine and Elm, right? Whatever it is. <laughs> Maine and Elm. There, there's reasons to go back. And so that's another thing I want to talk about, is that professionally, you know, when you form those relationships, like this young man I'm talking about, I guarantee you at some point, that will be potentially on his radar again. Like, yeah, I'd like to go back there because I liked that assignment. It was a lot of fun. The beginning of your story, you said something that's not true. I'm sure. Was I? What was it? You said that you don't get a chance to talk to people very often. But that's not true because he loves to talk to travelers. I do. I just don't just have. Reach out I, I can't. Oh, yeah, I do. And I, I hope that. Any of us. Both of us would. I hope that um, over time. Mm-hmm. I will have more opportunity. A little busy. We're crazy right now. And mm-hmm. not, again, it's not important for this particular thing. But I do. I am looking forward to a time when I will be able to keep my finger on the pulse like I'm doing right now mm-hmm. of the industry. Yeah. More so than I was a couple of years ago when I was running a company. I got to be honest. I think my finger was getting a little off the pulse. I think yeah. most people in my position, it happens. It does. You start looking at and making assumptions of things. Yeah. And you could be flat out wrong. You might be right, but you could be flat out wrong. Right. I think that's that way with any industry when you get to a point where you're kind of further and further removed from. Yep. Agreed. The, yeah. So. Yep. Just wanted to throw that out. I do. I do. I've had a chance recently to talk to a lot of folks. Yeah. And usually it's like, I mean, I remember I was texting one gal. Mm-hmm. 
instant messaging, maybe even through Facebook. I don't think we even shared our numbers. I was, mm-hmm. And that's like the conversation went on for hours. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It was an LPN I was talking yeah. to, and it was interesting. And I think she yeah. also is a, a listener, so I won't mention her name, but I know she's <laughs> on the East Coast. And um, But anyways, you get a lot of information. It's good yeah. stuff. I mean, I think that's important. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, I'm just saying that we talk about, you know, other travelers, but I did want to give some love to our permanent staff out there. I mean, not everybody's an asshole to travelers. No. Many facilities are incredibly thankful for your desire to come and help them out. Yeah. I mean, again, if I'm a traveler, those are the ones I'm going to tend to want to go to. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'll put up a lot to be able to surf, right? But at some point, I'm like, you know, what the hell with this? I'd rather, you know, go (laughs) someplace where, you know, like where everyone knows your name and you're like Norm from Cheers, right? Or whatever it is, you know, I mean, there's some, there's some comfort in that. That was a good show for a while, like for a minute. I think I it was my. It. I thought I loved it both. I loved Shelley Long and Kirstie Alley. I think it was my age at the time. I think it was back when people were watching TV and you looked forward to seeing something because you only see it once. Yeah. And if you missed it, you weren't going to see it again. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Unless you got lucky. A bunch of people, a bunch of young kids, are like, "What the hell is he talking about? You never get to no. see it again." I heard a thing about our generation, and I am including you. Are you're my you're a Gen Xer. We, we talked about this I previously. Know. I am uh, barely a Gen X. Gen Xer, by the way, is 1965 to like 1970-something. 75. Baby Boomer is one of the biggest generations. Yeah. And if you were born in 1964, or 65, I think. Yeah, and you're 66. Thanks, Anne. I'm <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Now everyone knows what an old fart I am. <laughs> yes, so I literally am, am a Gen X. I'm the beginning of the Gen X. So I heard this really interesting um, thing that we are the only generation who has lived through uh, such a data time, like pre-internet, post-internet. We knew what life was like before the internet. Wouldn't baby boomers be in that same ballgame too? But we're also, we know more about... We've stayed in the game longer than... So like my brothers and sister, does, they don't know how to use their phone. <laughs> I'm not saying that. My brother and sister listen to this thing, I think, every once in a while. And I love them dearly. So you're know, telling me they... I just looking at a picture of them. <laughs> you're, yeah, so you're telling me... Yeah, I'm just saying. It was interesting. I was thinking about it. No, And I get what you're saying, too. Yeah, because there's no difference between my ability to use my phone and my brothers and sisters' ability to use their phone. But I could use that against them, and I will. Ha ha. I'll send you, oh, I can't send you a picture because you won't even know how to open it up. <laughs> They'll be like, what? What are you well, talking about? Thing. Right. Uh, I mean, that may be true. I mean, but I think every generation has their own thing. Yeah, like I remember talking to my wife's grandfather how he literally, I mean, my, my grandparents, my grandfather was fascinating. It's stuff mm-hmm. he's, I don't want to get into fine. it here because it's not the right time for it, but I learned a ton from my grandfather. Yeah, I did too. Who was born in England. And um, so anyway, I mean, the stuff he saw oh, yeah. coming over, and I, I told you, I'll say this one thing. My, my grandfather's first job, he was a messenger for Henry Ford. I know, I think that's so cool. A bicycle messenger. And yeah. he, I, well, the one thing I will tell people is that Henry Ford and Thomas Edison life. were really good friends. Yeah, they were. And that. my grandfather met Thomas Edison a number of times. He was that's much cool. older than Henry Ford, but he, no, I shouldn't say met him, he was in his presence. Gotcha. Because he would deliver a message to Henry Ford. And he, didn't he work for them his entire life? Yeah, Ford. Yeah. yeah, he was a Ford Motor Company guy his entire life. Retired right when he could. And yeah, I was pretty proud of my grandfather. He did. Yeah. He had a cottage up in Canada on the lake. Is he tattooed on your back? The lake? He, <laughs> well, the lake is. I just was teasing you. <laughs> yes, I have the 
outline of England with the Union Jack, and I've got the Charbet Charbet Lake is on my back. Thanks, Anne, for telling everyone how inked up I am. I look. I don't look like. I mean, I'm not inked up. Not at all. <laughs> I think people can know I am. The yes, people that that see our are. stupid shit out there know that I am. But yeah. Okay. So anyway, we're all over the place today. It's one of those episodes you kind of have to be. All right. I do want to go into this part, and this is, I guess, not the negative, but I want to. I want to. I want to talk about personal relationships that yeah. people form in the road. I mean, that's obviously 50% of it, if not more of it. Right. Um, listen, I mean, if you are, I don't, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're single or not single, you're going to meet some really great people where you live, where you eat, patients, you, you name it. be careful. Well, that's, I guess, the overall theme of what I do want to tell people is that we live in a time now where you do have to be a little bit protective of yourself and a little bit careful. Yeah. We have, you and I have experienced travelers that have been done over wrong to say the least. Oh my God, yeah. Um, it's, it can be, this is where it can be a tough world out there. Yep. And, um, I don't care if you're male or female, you've yep. got to have your wits about you. Yeah. I think, especially in this profession, there are things that are assumed about you. Potentially mm-hmm. you're going to be away from your apartment for 12 hours a night, sometimes mm-hmm. three days a week, maybe more. Or you, sleeping during the day when no one else is around. Right. You might have a set schedule, right? That, I mean, mm-hmm. I get people understand that, but again, yep. you are a potential stranger into this town. Yeah. You might be making a lot of money. Yeah. You might have a lot of things in your possession that you take from assignment to assignment. Again, we're all over the place. We're talking around some things. We've seen people that have former relationships and have been robbed. Yes. Have, had, have, have, have given money willfully to yes. sh- shysters. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, have been thought they were in love yeah. with somebody new and two assignments later that person like Steals. yeah or just left <laughs> yes, them i mean we've been through some crazy things it's just i just want people to be careful mm-hmm. I, I listen i mean i care about people we already said that i care about you guys listening to this especially yeah. cuz you guys give me a lot of fulfillment on yeah. this and the things you guys say back to us i really do appreciate Absolutely. It, it's nice to know we're not just doing something i wouldn't be do, we, by the way we would have stopped doing this months ago if it wouldn't have been I, this was an experiment and yeah. I am really committed to this now. I love what we're doing because yep. I'm getting feedback that says, please don't stop. And that's, that makes it work, right? Yep. Yep. And I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but for those who like this flavor of tea, thank you very much. All right. So I care about you yep. and I want you to be smart. Be ultra smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want you to be, this should be, I'm just telling I mean, I, I talk to my daughter like this all the time. I'm not there to protect her anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm telling you, I don't, there's a conversation where I don't like throw some dad wisdom and father daughter crap her I'm way because sure. it's scaring the shit out of too. me. I, oh, I'm sure I will. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean and that for these people you here. Something. You'll also do it when they're 35 and have two kids. Probably. So for all my 35 <laughs> year old travelers out there, I guess I feel the same about you. Uh-huh. Just man, be smart. Yeah. There are some shitbag creep male, female people out there. There are. And you guys are already, in my opinion, a, little a bit of target. well, you are a caregiver. I hate, I don't like that word. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It sounds, doesn't sound, it doesn't give it justice to what these exactly. people do. Yeah. Caregiver sounds like something I do to my dog <laughs> right. or my kid, right? Or my <laughs> wife. I'm, I'm giving them, you know what I mean? Or some yeah, friend who, yeah. who needs a good cry, right? <laughs> right? That's not what these people do. No. So I don't, that's why I don't like that word. It just sounds like that's the best you can say about these people. <laughs> Come on, man. You have but a lot more than care. That's what I'm getting at. You guys probably got into doing what you're doing, most of you, for the right reason. Yeah. 
And I hope that now you're starting to say, I need to be, I also need to be paid and compensated and, and be treated properly by agencies, and that's why we're doing this thing. But you guys are a target because you are so giving, right? Have, have, you know I'm a big forensic file person watching. Do, yeah. you, know I mean, do you know how many people on those shows <laughs> yes. are freaking nurses and healthcare professionals? Yes. And it makes you go, you know why? Because they trust people. I know. Because they're good natured. I mean, I'm not, I'm getting amped up, but my gosh, man, you guys have to understand there are stupid, you know, waters out there, MFers that will take advantage of that kindness that you naturally innately have. Yep. You want, speaking of podcasts, you should listen to Dr. Death. Well, I don't think I want to. What is that? It's just, it's about, it's only like eight, nine episodes or something, but it's, it's a real doctor who was a brain surgeon and um it's just crazy the stuff he was doing to people and well, what do you mean? I mean like it's not he's not doing the podcast it's about yeah, an it's, evil it's bad person uh-huh. yeah it's wow. crazy I, but i've seen a lot of travelers recommend it gosh that's okay so not everybody is a wonderful person <laughs> what you're saying there's actually some some mentally disturbed people out there yes, too yes there are well, I guess what I'm getting at is that let's talk about some things real quick because I know we're all over the place. And I, I actually have enjoyed this episode. Yeah, and not that we're done, but we're getting closer. But uh, social media can be dangerous. We had a whole episode about this. And I mentioned it there. And I'm going to mention it again. Again, that I love this episode. Is like, it's like the culmination of like a bunch of episodes, <laughs> which is cool. It is. And if you have, by the way, if you haven't watched all of them or listened to all of them, you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So go back and do it for me and help uh-huh. us out. But social media can be an area where you don't always think about what you're telling people. Right. I mentioned, hey, everybody, I'm about ready to go on my assignment, right? I see it all the time, though. You're, you're, you're letting people know that your house, your apartment back home, if you have one, may be vacant. I know we're talking about relationship on the road now and not yeah. that one. But you are telegraphing and telling everyone. It's like, you know, you're not supposed to tell people when you go on vacation if right. you're a normal person. Why would you tell them when you're going on a three-month trip to right. another location and leaving, you know, everything there? Just be smart about that. Mm-hmm. Um be smart about telling people exactly where you're going. Yeah. You might be a, you know, this great looking guy, this cute, you know, you know this cute woman and mm-hmm. you know, you have a target on your back potentially. There are people that will target you mm-hmm. because of your appearance. Yep. That's a fact, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so be aware of that, you know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't you don't I'm I'm not attractive. No one's going to bother me. Bullshit. People are weird. People do everything, right? It's like you're all we over all, the place. We're all Attracted to all kinds of stuff. Well, what I'm saying is that don't assume that if you, you know, I'm older now. I'm I'm not a target anymore. Is what I'm kind of getting at. I'm not right. I'm not a, I'm not a cute young thing anymore. Right. Doesn't matter. No. Your your age could make you even more of a target. Don't right? be a soft target. This is the military. Hey, listen. I think about it, as I get older, I'm I'm getting more concerned about my own safety. I want to mm-hmm. I be I want to be careful when I'm in my 60s and 70s. Yep. I mean, I think my awareness is going to be even heightened. I oh, hope yeah. it is, right? So if you're getting in your 60s and, and you're you know, listening to this, this podcast, be aware your target is where I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. You could you potentially have... I mean, some, honestly, we're targets. We are. Just in life. Um, it, it's when you're there, you know, on an assignment, don't necessarily tear people. Don't do, don't do check-ins. Yeah. I know that it's fun if you listen. I do them sometimes yeah. if I'm somewhere, but as a traveler, be careful because yeah. if you check in someplace, and again, you have to assume people are potentially you have to wrong. There's a dark side. If you're by yourself and you're a target, not that you, I mean, everybody is, mm-hmm. and you're going to a certain restaurant every Friday night, let's not check in that you're going to that restaurant every Friday night, okay? <laughs> right. I'm just saying. No, I agree. Well, I'm meeting the guys for happy hour. Just and, check and by the way, the restaurant next door. Well, I want to throw this out there. 
just because you're a man yeah. doesn't... I saw the coolest thing the other day. doesn't mean you're not a target. That's where I was going to go with this. Uh-huh. Guy's, get, 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 finish that sentence. Yeah, good job. I saw a guy who was this big, big dude, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how there's signals. Like if some girl comes running up to you pretending like she's your girlfriend, recognize that she's in trouble. Exactly. And you need to act like, like you're her boyfriend instantly. Yep. And that was cool. I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Then the guy said something I haven't heard before. And he said, if a guy comes up and does the same thing, know that he's in trouble. Yeah. And a lot of men, yeah. because of pride or ego or you name it, get hurt or worse because they aren't willing to go up and tell another man, I'm in trouble or I'm right. scared or something's happening. Yep. So Where'd you see that on? Forensic files? You know what I saw that on? What? TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. all places. Yeah. And it was, it was a cool thing. I've, I've, this this guy this I this, this heard that. The, yeah I mean and I never thought about that I'm like what would I do would I be willing and I I don't know I think I would I hope so and after seeing that I probably will now if something ever happened like that it reminds me though of when you were we were younger and you know we're in the back of my mom's station wagon and we would put up help I've been kidnapped signs <laughs> as a kid you don't do that yeah. now in the <laughs> 60s and 70s right well here's the last thing he said and okay. I thought this was really cool he said. And he's a big, he was a big, I'm talking, this guy was like 6'6", six, six, I mean, uh-huh. huge, like one of those monster guys, right? Uh-huh. And he yeah. said, that's what we're here for. Right. And he said, so what he was saying is that any big guy like that would be more than happy to help somebody, male, female, young, old, who is in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, I mean, that to me, I mean, I mean listen, that's, that's, he was right. Mm-hmm. That's what they're here there for. They're there to help, you know, and anybody would. And that's why. So again, if you're somebody, you're if you're in trouble, and this is I know where you're in a you know totally thing. You go up to somebody and you ask for help. Yeah. When you're on your own as a traveler, you ask for help. Whether it's somebody, if you're if you're worried about somebody at your apartment complex, you tell somebody in your staff or that you work with that you're that you're worried, mm-hmm. and you figure out a way to solve that situation. Right. <coughs> Sorry, guys. I heard. Probably most of us growing up heard as women that we should always check the back seat. <laughs> Michael Myers. You know. Right. Um, and I, I always did that. But then when automatic key things started happening, I was like, eh, I know it's locked. I'm, just, you know, they can't pop it open. And so I kind of got out of the habit of doing that. And then I had a car guy tell me that sometimes those key fobs will work on other cars, hmm. and that you can like you can chip them in a way that you can and break into cars like that. One of my, my, my my stupid thing that's old uh-huh. <laughs> my son drives oh the car you're, you don't want to talk about okay <laughs> right. yeah it just seems so <laughs> he now drives uh-huh. doesn't the doors don't don't always lock all right. of them you hit the thing and like three of them will lock one won't <laughs> so I always tell him don't leave stuff in there because yeah, if you're sure. parked in the high school parking lot anyone can just open it right up and somebody's alarm won't even you know could go jerk off I've actually opened up the back door forgetting it was locked to grab a hockey stick out of there for him uh-huh. or something like oh the alarm just went up but it never uh-huh. was locked uh-huh. it's a 2007 thing so yeah, yeah it's older older yeah, truck so I, I, I quickly got back into that habit again yeah let's let's turn it back around yeah. let's get off the bad stuff I, I want to end this by telling everybody listen relationships on the road are awesome I don't mean to scare this that was that was way more of a downer end than I wanted it to be <laughs> it's I, good info though it, well maybe maybe I mean hey maybe we help somebody be smarter I mean I, I always like to think that we 
weird shit maybe comes out of our mouth out for out of a hospital at night. Well, maybe something weird came out of our mouth that actually might help somebody. Or maybe <laughs> some guy will actually feel comfortable running up to them saying, "Hey, there's a bunch of dudes following me. Or a bunch of people, right. somebody's following me. Or I'm feeling uneasy. Whatever right. it is." But for the overall thing is that there are so many wonderful relationships you can make on the road. Yes, there really are. I think that's what new travelers. So I brought another episode in just now. What new travelers can look forward to is maybe that's what they're missing in their lives. And that's yeah. one, one of the great things. That, I mean, that's it really should be an advantage. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to do this episode. And I said, yes, when you said that. I said, what a great, absolute idea. Because there is so much to talk about mm-hmm. on an episode like that, about the wonderful things. Yes, we talked about some things they have to be aware of. But the mm-hmm. overwhelming majority of why you're doing this should be the wonderful things that happen to you by meeting new people, meeting new staff, learning about stuff. Having some friends for a, that you might keep for a lifetime, even after you retire, could yep. be formed from this. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you, might, you just might fall in love and, and settle down and, in that town, unless, right? Unless you fall in love with a traveler. Yeah, be careful, because <laughs> then, then you're going to be at home, they're going to be out seeing the country and fall in love with somebody else. So about a back negative again. Well, that's it. I mean, it really is such a great thing to look forward to. I hope you guys are all looking forward to it. Reach out, make more, make more, make more be effort to be to, to be friends and and. Go back and listen to some things where you can help and actually improve and become a better travel insider by being a little bit more open to your relationships on the road. And like, subscribe, and hit the bell. Listen to the podcast. Follow us on all our social media platforms. Yep. We're putting one of these out about every, seems like about every six days, it seems anymore. So and, and it, it's great, guys. We as always, we deeply, deeply appreciate you listening to us. Yeah. Hopefully, yes. this was fun today and exciting. Well, guys, I guess well, you guys, we'll catch you next yeah. time. Bye, y'all. On Travel Insider, see you. <laughs>